All right, I want us to, to, to use our imagination here for a second. I want us to think about one of your closest friends. Somebody, one of your dearest friends. And it could be, you know, maybe think of three or four of those closest friends. And just kind of capture them in your thoughts right now. All right, I'll give you enough time. Now I want you to think about what, what makes them a good friend. Just think about a trait or a trait or two, but what are some of the traits that, that make them stand out in your mind that you thought of them right away as one of your closest friends? And maybe think of a next, the next person up. What about, what about another friend? What's something that you just love about that friend that just resonates as just an amazing strength that you benefit from? Now I'll ask you guys. Look inside for a second. And, and think of one of the strengths that you bring to the table in friendship. We all do. We all have things that are, that are powerful, that affect others' lives, and that the people that think of us and say, she's my friend, he's my friend. What do you think they think of? Maybe it's loyalty. Are you loyal? Are you one of those people that says, I'm going uh, to just sink my feet in, and I'm, I'm not moving, I'm with you, you're stuck with me? Is it thoughtfulness? that you just, you're always looking and thinking for ways to encourage and strengthen and bring them joy? Is it that you're quick to pray? That, that you know that as a friend, you bring the gift of, of prayer into every relationship you have and it strengthens your friends. Today, we're going to continue in our series about hearing from God, and we're going to focus on friendship. And this is a very practical message. But I do want to challenge you guys. I want to sharpen you a little. When's the last time someone said, hey, I just want to encourage you and and challenge you a little? How can you be a better friend to me? Has anyone ever said those words to you? Hey, I, I just, you know, how, how do you think you could be a better friend to me? No one's ever uttered those words. That would sound like the most self-serving, narcissistic. I mean, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Because um, our friendship with God and hearing with God is about having relationship with him. It's about drawing near to him and being with him and growing in friendship with him. Now, I'll say this right now. This is not a message that's about us, okay? I'm going to focus on Christ and the friend that our awesome God is to us. But I do want to sharpen us that we don't have the luxury of being a thoughtless friend. We don't. We have to give thought to being a friend. 
Being thoughtful is challenging. It can be challenging. It doesn't always come naturally to us. Even being a good friend doesn't always come naturally. A lot of times we just take it organically, right? Let's just see where it develops. And we we don't give a whole lot of thought to it. And either it works or it doesn't work, right? But what about when we say, okay, it works. He's my friend. She's my friend. When we find it works, what are we doing to strengthen friendships? And specifically in the context of this message, what are we doing to strengthen our friendship with God? So uh, our daughter Cadence is in town. She's at home packing up her vehicle, and she's, uh, she was going to be at church today, but with the bad weather and the time change going back to Wichita, uh, she's hitting the road a little early. But she brought her roommate with her, uh, Henan, and she's from Japan. And uh, Kara was so wonderful. She was just a fantastic hostess and made three or four of the food items that that Hanan really liked from the last time she was with us. And I thought, how awesome that was for, as Cadence. Cadence asked Han, what did you really like that my mom made? And, and we'll ask her to make it again. And so that's, a, so Reuben sandwiches. Han loved Reuben's, loved cheesy potato soup and uh, biscuits and gravy, my sausage gravy. Um, and so those are things we made. But I love that Cadence thought of her friends. Now, Han does not like pizza. I think she's eaten a bunch of crummy pizza. I don't think she's had good pizza. I think being a soccer player, that's the go-to meal after a game, and it's normally cold and crummy. So I desperately (laughs) wanted to take her to Mead Pizza Plus in Mead. Matt's the owner. Place has been there for 16, 17 years. Phenomenal pizza. Eat it there. Don't get it to go. Eat it there. Wow, it's piping hot and delicious, and they're closed on Sundays. You can't go today. They're closed on Sundays, okay? But I desperately wanted to take her there just to defend the good name of pizza. The name of pizza has been besmirched by her coach serving her crummy pizza. Um, And the more I thought about it, I'm like, she doesn't like pizza, Mark. She doesn't like pizza. Don't force that upon her. When we're thinking of our friends, do we think about what they like and what they don't like? I'm telling you right now, your friend, my friend, our awesome God, he really likes being exalted. He really likes being praised. That is one of the key things of his love language. He loves it when we exalt him. And in this friendship... We don't make it about us. He'll make it about us. I promise you that. I promise you our incredible God, who's perfect in every way, he will make his love and his goodness about us. But we don't make the the, the friendship about us. We make it about him. I know that that praise and worship doesn't come naturally to some folks. And and it could be for a bunch of reasons. It could be because, you know, you're... Maybe your voice isn't great, and so there's an insecurity there, or maybe it's probably better than you think it is. Or maybe intimacy. I I mentioned that, I think, the last time I preached that intimacy is tough. 
Like sometimes we don't want to be intimate. We're like the minute I let my guard down in worship, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to cry and I didn't come here to cry. I did my makeup and my eyes and I look so pretty. And it's funny because I don't think it's usually the you know, the women who have the issue with intimacy and worship. It's us guys. But I'm telling you right now, if we want to get, be a good friend, we think about what he desires. So I had everyone kind of think about some, some traits of friendship and why that person was your friend that you thought about. Can you just kind of shout some of those out? What are some of the cool traits of friendship that came to mind when you were thinking about your friend? Faithfulness. They pray for you. I love that. Did you have something, Josh? Funny. Dude, I thought of the same thing. I love laughing, and I love that, that my friends make me laugh. Great, great answer. What else? They care? Low maintenance? I like that. They listen. And don't we all need someone to be strong for us at times when we're weak? Great answers. What else? Anything else? As you were shouting out these answers, I, I and me knowing what I'm preaching on and what I'm encouraging us with today, every single one of those things, I'm like, Jesus, check. Strong, yes. Funny, yes. Caring, yes. Faithful. Dave said something last week. Dave Powers was here. Wasn't that incredible? Wasn't that just an awesome time of just worshiping our Lord? He made a comment about hearing from God, and he said, our ability to hear from God is directly related to our time in his word. And I'm like, that's brilliant. But I want to unpack that for a second. Our ability to hear from God, and I believe that's true, it's directly related to our time spent in the word, but it's not directly related to our time spent in the word expecting to hear something from God. When we open up the word of God, we know that we are, are with Jesus. So just be with him. Don't try and get something out of it. Trust him to, to, to let you get something out of it. But when we spend time with God, spend time with God. When we open up his word, don't, don't read every verse looking for an answer. Actually, that can be kind of exhausting. Just spend time in his word. And then when the Holy Spirit you know, makes something stand out, you read it again. And then open up dialogue. Hey, I feel like you prompted me in this. What are you, what are you saying? What are you speaking to me in this? And that's great. And if you're not getting a prompting, then just continue to be nourished by the word of God. Because then maybe it's a day later. Maybe it's later on that afternoon. And the Lord will just make something come to your heart. And he's faithful to speak. I promise you that. But when we're spending time with the Lord, just like when we're spending time with a friend, it shouldn't be that we're trying to get something out of it every time that we're with that friend. Sometimes it's for the sake of friendship that we're together. It's, I like hanging with dudes. 
And that's something Karen and I, you know, we've talked about quite a bit, and that's shoulder-to-shoulder time. Like, you, you know, like when Karen and I get together, we're, we're face-to-face. You know, we're looking in each other's eyes, and I'm looking at all this beauty, and, and we're talking. But normally the, the activities I'm doing with, with one of the fellas, most often it's shoulder-to-shoulder. Like we're maybe doing something together, or we're watching a ball game together, or, you know, whatever. And there's times that, that I can just sit there with a friend and we have these moments of silence, but they're not awkward moments of silence. They're, they're just peaceful moments of contentment because we don't always have to fill every moment with words. Sometimes it's just the being together that matters. And I'm telling you guys, when we're with God, those times are powerful. It will just settle ourselves and just be with him. Friends, we started this series because there is a hunger from y'all, from this church. Okay, You came to us as a pastoral team and said, can you unpack that more? I want to hear from God. You talk about hearing from God. I want to hear from him. And we're going to be redundant on this theme that to hear from the Lord, there's got to be relationships to hear clearly from the Lord, consistently from the Lord. We have to value the friendship we have with the Lord. So I want to read a a few passages of Scripture. Uh, Hebrews 1, 1 through 2 says this. Long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now, in these final days, he has spoken to us through his Son. God promised everything to the Son as an inheritance. And through the Son, he created the universe. And then John 14, 26 says this, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the the Father will send in my name, this is Jesus talking, he will teach you all things, and he will bring to your remembrance all the things I have said to you. So, here we're saying, hey, long ago, God spoke to his people through the prophets, okay? But now he speaks to us through his son. And then Jesus is talking, going, hey, I'm going to go away, but don't worry because the Holy Spirit's going to be sent, the helper, and he's going to help you remember everything I said. Why would he say that? Because he knows the importance of us hearing from him. He knows that we need to hear from him. He knows that moment hasn't passed. That wasn't just for them. That wasn't for a, a, a brief dispensation or, you know, or outpouring of his word. That it's for us forever and ever. Hearing from God strengthens us. It inspires us. It guides us. It reminds us he cares. Sometimes it makes us laugh. I think that we assume that the people we read out in the Bible, that they were all like super Christians and that they all had this incredible ability to hear from God. Jesus didn't really unpack this. That last passage I read, he didn't really unpack that to his disciples. I'm sure his disciples are going, what in the heck are you talking about? How are we going to hear from a spirit? And you, you talk about this helper, this How? How are we going to hear? You're here with us. You're talking. You're with us. And you're going to go away and someone's going to remind you of what you said, but it's, what? They had to walk it out just like we have to walk it out. They had to learn to to hear from the Holy Spirit just like we have to learn to hear from the Holy Spirit. 
John 16, 13, and 14 says, when the spirit of truth comes, and I want you to listen to all the, like just the, the personal friendship type of traits. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Whatever the Holy Spirit hears, he will speak. I love that because that speaks of, of getting a fresh word from God. That, that when, when God, when the Father speaks to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's like, ooh, okay, I'm going to strengthen her with this. I'm going to strengthen him with this. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. When Jesus returned to heaven, ascended to heaven, and took his seat at the right hand of the Father, what person of the Trinity did God send to speak with us, to speak to God's people? Holy Spirit. That's God's plan. It's a brilliant plan. The Holy Spirit can be everywhere at all times. And it says that he is in us and he is with us. And I love that because we have access to the voice of God at all times because we have the Holy Spirit with us, guiding us, teaching us, declaring to us, hearing from God for us, and then speaking to us. I went back back to the conversation that we're having about friendship. We're not great at being thoughtful. Not, I mean, most of us. Some, some of you just crush it. Some of you are, they probably, it, it seems like it just flows effortlessly from you. But for most of us, it, it, that takes work. Being thoughtful takes work. Being thoughtful towards you thoughtful towards our friend, thoughtful towards our spouse, our children. And I think it's perhaps a foreign thought to most of us of being thoughtful towards God. Giving thought towards Him. Um, Today during worship, I was just... I was just exalting God. And it was just... uh, It was so beautiful... And I just kind of got lost in him. And I just started telling him how awesome he was and how much I love him and how good he is. And, and I stopped and, and I had to fight back the tears because I said, you don't have to say anything to me. You don't have to say anything to me. I'm not, I'm not expecting to hear from you in this. You don't have to say anything to me. I just want to let you know how awesome I think you are. And I just proceeded. And what's awesome is he didn't say anything to me. I love it and I meant it. I'm not... I'm not looking for a word from you. I just want to let you know how much I love you and how good you are to me and how faithful you are. And God loves that. So friends, you might not be comfortable with that. But that is what we call praise and worship. It's adoration to a God who in in, in having intimacy with us and growing in friendship. This is how he wants to be approached. And as much as I want to bring pizza to Henan, 
I want to be a thoughtful friend as much as, as I want to worship the Lord in the ways that I'm comfortable with because I, I like comfort. My, I like my preferences. More than anything, I want to worship God in the way that he wants to be worshiped. In, in upcoming weeks, we're going to be talking about four ways through which the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And I'm going to talk about through the Bible, through prayer, through circumstances, and through the church. And I'm going to talk about when the Holy Spirit does speak, what does he reveal? And friends, just even in this kind of, you know, in this trailer, if you will, to the upcoming movie, what God reveals, I, I think, is so much more important than the ways that he speaks to us. When, when God speaks, he reveals himself. When God speaks, he reveals his purposes. When God speaks, he reveals his ways. When we are seeking God and when we're spending time with him, It's good to bring our needs and our cares to the Lord. But it's also good to be still before the Lord because he wants to reveal himself, his purposes, and his ways of doing things. And trust me, friends, we want him to reveal himself. When we spend time with God, what we absolutely want is to walk away from that conversation with the sense that my God revealed himself to me. Even more so than, than him answering our prayers, my God revealed himself to me, and I'm walking away changed. Again, even more so than him answering our prayers. And I understand that that's maybe even a little bit different than how we were raised in church life. I remember hearing the preacher say, with a southern accent, you know, God is like a Dr. Pepper machine. I don't know why it was Dr. Pepper and not Coca-Cola. But God's like a Dr. Pepper machine. You put in you put in your money and out he comes. And of course this was in, you know, reference to tithes and offerings and I'm like, man, what what a what an insulting thing to say. To minimize our God to the most base level of something like that. Friends, when, when we spend time with God, we're, we're not limited to, to those things that we're asking for him and wanting to come out of the machine. When we spend time with God, we walk away with him. We walk away with him healing a part of our soul that, that we didn't even ask him to heal, but he said, I, I love you and I see you and, and I want to do this for you. And, and we might not even recognize it right at the moment. We walk away, we're different, and all of a sudden maybe it's a friend that's like, hey, you just seem lighter. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know because we don't think about it. We don't realize that time with God was exactly what we needed. I don't know what's different. I guess I'm just having a good day. Or maybe we are pretty self-aware and we're like, I spent time with the Lord and it was awesome. And I feel different. I, I really hope this is a practical message. I... I hope this isn't wowing anybody with any like phenomenal theological principles. Spend time with God, 
nurture friendship with him and walk away with him revealing himself, his ways. His ways are important. Hey, Mark, I know you're asking for this, but man, that's not, that's not how I'm going to handle that. Mark, I, I, I hear you. I need you to know I hear you. I hear you. But I'm not going to do what you said. My ways are different. It's, it's going to be for your good and it's going to be for my glory. You've got to trust me, but I'm going to do it differently than what you're asking. Okay. Absolutely. Yes, Lord. David, do you mind coming up? One thing that, that we don't want to do in this series, we don't want to present y'all with any formulas. These four things, do these four things, and these four things you will hear from God. Our God is not a God of formulas. How many times did we see him speak through a burning bush? How many times did we see Jesus spit on the ground, make mud, apply the spittle mud to someone's eyes to heal them? Our God is not a formulaic God. He's a God that is mighty and that is personal and that is real and that knows us so well that he knows that if he gave us a formula, we would go to that formula instead of going to him. He wants us to go to him. God doesn't offer us a formula. He offers us himself. I feel like we need to hear this. I feel like you need to hear this. God loves you. And he wants an intimate, personal, authentic relationship with you. And he's so trustworthy. He's faithful in the intimacy. He's faithful in the vulnerability. He's faithful when we're not. If I can just be honest with you, this week, this week, I, it was a busy week. It was a fun week. It was great. It was Thanksgiving. But I, I, didn't, I didn't carve out as much time with the Lord as I normally do on any given week. And I'm like, Lord, I didn't spend much time, you know, much time with you this week and I did spend much time in, in sermon prep. And I'm like, so I I'm kind of embarrassed and I just got the sense of the Lord saying, don't be. We're together now. I just felt grace. And then I just stayed there in his presence. I'm like, do you, do you want me to open your word? Do you want me to pray? Like, what do you want? And I, the next thing I'm just dialoguing with the Lord. I sat for a while and I prayed for a while and I spent time in his word. And I just sat some more and I just wanted to listen. God wants you to depend on him. I'm so utterly dependent upon God. He wants you to depend on him and him alone when you're seeking a word from him. And you don't have to... You don't have to make it happen. You don't, okay, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing open my Bible and I'm going to point, and that right there, whatever I point to you, that's what you're saying. That is, don't do that. Don't do that. Man, that's, I don't know what that is. That feels like more like witchcraft than it does Christianity. What is that? I don't know. That's, if it happened once, that's great. 
But that's not our go-to. Our go-to should be spending time with him. That might have been offensive. If it's offensive, like don't let it be offensive. God wants you to hear his voice and know his will. I'm telling you right now, he's, he's desperate for it. He's desperate for you to hear his voice and know his will. And it doesn't come with doing any of the religious acts of discipline or faithfulness. It comes with just being with him. Your relationship to God is the key to hearing when God speaks to you. So what's the application of this message? Quiet yourself, even if just for a moment, and be with him. Turn off the radio from time to time. And I love worshiping in the car. I love, I mean, I was worshiping this weekend, or this I guess it was this weekend. And I was just crying. And of course, my phone rings like two or three times during that. I'm like, silence, silence. I can't answer the phone. I love worshiping. But there's times everything's got to get turned off so I can just sit there and be present with him. So the application of this message is carve out chunks of time that are intentional. Intentional to be with your friends. Be thoughtful to what God wants and to what God is asking. Be sensitive to where the Holy Spirit is leading you because he's leading you somewhere because God, the unified front of, of God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they've been talking about you and the Holy Spirit's been given directions for you and he wants your attention to speak what God is speaking, to declare what God has declared. Be the friend of Jesus that, that he wants. But more importantly, recognize the friend he is to you. Always faithful, always present, always graceful, always forgiving, always strong, often funny, always real. Nurture that friendship. Nurture that time with the Lord. Very first message I ever, I ever preached at Impact Rock Church. It was on January 2nd or January 3rd of 2010. It was a Saturday night. It was our very first service. And I talked about having, having time with the Lord. And I, and I made the comment, I'm like, go out on the front porch and have a beer with Jesus. And my dad, who was there, he, I heard him gasp. I heard him audibly gasp when I said that. Then I said, go have a cup of tea. If, it's, if a tea is your beverage of choice, go have tea with Jesus. But just sit alone and be with God for the sole purpose of just being with that friend. And I just want to encourage us with that today. Um, let's pray. Uh, Lord, it's kind of awkward for us to be challenged in friendship. No one has ever really challenged us to be a better friend. And if we're honest, it's something that we just don't give thought to that often. But Lord, we would you help us with this? We we want help. We need help. We want to be we want to be a friend to you because we want to grow in this friendship and this relationship. And 
Lord, truth be told, we, we want that clarity of being able to hear from you and knowing your will. And we know that doesn't come with religious obligation. That comes with authentic friendship with you. So would you help us with that, Lord God? And then would you help us with the hearing part, to hear from you, to, to just have the confidence to grab a hold of, of what you say and to say, my God spoke to me. Lord, I've heard from you. Lord, strengthen us, grow us, heal us, thrill us. Lord, all the things that, that you want to do. And Lord, we just declare you are such a good friend. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you take time this week to be intentional with God? And I'm not even asking for hours. I'm not even asking for an hour. Just be intentional about the time you got. There's times I got 10 minutes with a friend, but it was a 10-minute intentional call that was wonderful. Can we carve out 10 minutes to be intentional about just being with God? And when we open the Word of God, some, you know, let's not always be looking for that, that answer, but just being with Him. But let's not be surprised when He, when he speaks to us through His Word either. Um, I'll leave us with this blessing. Um, and then uh, if you can stick around afterwards uh, to help uh, beautify the church with the hanging of the greens, that would be awesome. Uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Have a great day.